Ladies and gentlemen, this is 3-Hit Combo Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm here with Tam. No Andy. Yo, what up? Andy is investigating the last place he found his voice. Correct. Yeah. A murderer? Yeah, he said he lost his voice, and we're like, well, retrace your steps. Where did you lose it? Yeah, where Where did you... Where is the last place you remember having it? Where did you last have your voice? And so he's currently doing that right now. Gay strip club. Of course. Swallowing Julio's. Julios. (laughs) Julio's. <laughs> so, it's been a little bit. How you doing? Yeah, it's been, what, one week, two weeks? We haven't done this one week. No, we- two weeks. We canceled last week, right? Yeah. 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 I'm falling out of my chair. I'm great. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, what are you doing? Uh, my ca- foot, my shoe was caught in the chair, uh. and then I sit... Uh, like a proper lady with one of my legs up on the seat. I see. As to not show my hoo-ha to all the fine gentlemen. My mm-hmm. legs falling. I see. Yeah. We're making it work. <laughs> How about you? What are you up to? Oh, man. Your <laughs> mic stand is just falling. And I'm a little girl. I can't Dude, those things, like... I don't know what the deal is, but, like... They just, like, you can tighten them to, like, 300%. Tighten them to 300%. Yeah. Like, when I got them, you could tighten them what seemed to be all the way. Yeah. And then, like, a few weeks later, it would start dipping. And then you just end up tightening it more. And so, it's like, you find a new high every time for how to tighten that thing. (laughs) Pretty rough. Yeah. So... I mean, they they can kind of be fixed, though, with, like, a washer. I did that to one of them. That's fair. But whatever. Got them in a four-pack, so... Can't complain that much, can I? The stands? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely can't. (laughs) But fuck yeah, I will try. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We've got airwaves. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I finished the Mass Effect series. How was that? Oh, dude. There was, like, a massive Mass Effect-sized hole in my heart right now. Yeah? It was so fun. and I'm glad you liked it. It's one of those games that like, when you're done, you're like, fuck, what do I do now? Play it again. I guess. But there's also Play other Andromeda. games out there. I was told that actually Andromeda is better than you think. But I don't know. I was being serious. Play Andromeda. Well, up until now, I've heard don't play Andromeda. But... Just recently, I've heard like, "Hey, you know, it's not that bad." So, well, I'm sure, like, so th- I'm sure all the issues with Andromeda have been relatively fixed. Just like the issues with that Assassin's Creed game that was all fucked up. I'm sure they got fixed after like a month or two. Well, and they fixed the issues with Mass Effect Three, so that was yeah. fun. They well, gave like, it a better ending. But there's, it's not going to be the same, man. Because you haven't grown with this Shepard. Yeah, you're not going to have fucking Commander Shepard, who. Like, death just pisses him off. 
everyone thinks he's dead and like bad things are going down and then he kicks the door down like bitch you thought yo what up yeah so yeah it's not the same and then like my best friend garris isn't gonna be there my bitch liara <laughs> is that the blue bitch <laughs> yeah you you chose her <laughs> yeah you had to fuck the blue girl um in the in the first game like you're Ashley and Liara both kind of make a pass at you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty I w- sure I fucked the blue girl. I went with the blue girl because Ashley's a space racist. Yeah? Mm-hmm. As you should. Yeah. Now that you remember me, I'm surprised I didn't go with Ashley. I'm a big fan of space racism. <laughs> um, I hated the space racist so much that uh, I just let her die in Mass Effect 1. Oh, shit. So at that point where you have to choose Ashley or Caden. Yeah, I, yeah chose- I-, I chose Caden. I chose Ashley. Um, but I wanted like a harem type thing, you know. I wanted to mm, see how many, yeah, how many women vaginas you, I yeah. could get into. Yeah. Well, the thing is, Caden's pretty lucky because at first I was like, well, at least Ashley like does something. Um, do you want me to pause it so you can get a different mic stand? No, I'm fine. Everything's okay. Okay. Keep talking. So. I was gonna, I was gonna pick Ashley because Caden just like doesn't do anything. But then I actually took Caden along with me for a few missions, and he was like a total bro. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna save Caden. Good for him. And then he becomes kind of a dick in Mass Effect Two. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get to kill him then? No, but you can choose to kill him in Mass Effect Three. But I didn't. Oh. I I saved as many people as I could have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Proud of you. I I was a total paragon. Good. I Just like in real life. That's correct. Not really, you know, going out of the way to... Kill people. Right. Make make the story different from a regular life. Just, <laughs> you know. There there was one really person that I technically could have saved, but it would have been... The, the rest of the galaxy would have been a lot worse if I had saved him. Was it the main bad guy? <laughs> no. I tried to save him, though. In Mass Effect 1, you can, like, kind of talk to him where you're like... Yo, you know, you can still come back from this. And he's like, no, no, I can't. And you're like, yeah, you can. And he's like, oh, well, maybe. And you're like, yeah, yeah, come on, grab my hand. And he's like, nah. And then, <laughs> nah. I mean, you. You, you played one, right? Because yeah, you, you were just saying, yeah, you can get Saren to shoot himself. Which, I don't know if that's better. Because at first he's like, I'm going to attack you. And then you, like, talk him into killing himself. But indirectly. You mentioned like, oh, you're indoctrinated by the Reapers, and he's like, "Fuck, you're right." Bang. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe it was just the time of my life that I played it, but I was very opposed to that uh that game. Really? Yeah, I just didn't. I just wasn't into it. It was not Knights of the Old Republic. It was. It was almost Knights of the Old Republic, and being such a Knights fan, like I beat Knights like over a dozen times, going as many different ways as possible, mm-hmm. like. Like, doing the super crazy fun force one, like, forced route of, like, if you don't level up the main character past level two, and then you become a Jedi Knight, from levels three to, like, eight, when you're supposed to regularly level up, you get force powers then, too. Ooh. Yeah, so I get, like, an extra six force powers, but, like, the whole time I was on that first starting planet, my main character was useless. Mm -hmm. So I was essentially playing the game with only two side characters and trying to beat everything. I tried playing the first Mass Effect, like, 
when it came out, and I, I didn't like the combat. And even this time when I played, like, the first Mass Effect, it took me a while to, like, get used to the combat system. Yeah. Um, but I'm a little disappointed I'd stick with it, because I kind of wish I had experienced it, like, in its first run. Yeah. Because, like, I would play Mass Effect 1, and then, like, you, you know, you meet all these characters in Mass Effect 1, and then you run into them in Mass Effect 2, and when I run into them in Mass Effect 2, I'm like, oh, my friend! Like, and that was like 48 hours after I'd finished Mass Effect 1. Like, yeah. imagine if it was like three years yeah. after I finished Mass Effect 1. I'd be like, oh, oh, Rex, come I, over here, you big bitch. I love you. <laughs> I, I love you. I, I love you. Garrus, oh, my wingman. <laughs> Please, let me slob on your knob. Oh, no, no. Garrus and I do not have that kind of relationship. What we would do is he would videotape me slobbing someone's knob as a total bro and be like, hey, man, you want to relive that? I videotaped it for you. <laughs> if you want to relive that. <laughs> and I'd be like, thanks, Garrus. Um, I, Mass Effect 3, I didn't actually, like, buy. I got the Origin Access for $5 a month. Yeah. And then I beat the game, and then I canceled Origin Access. Did you pay anything? I paid the $5. Five. Yeah. Um, well, and it said, like, Mass Effect Deluxe Edition, but then there was a bunch of DLC, like, I still had to pay for. So, I'm like, what the fuck is the Deluxe Edition? Uh, it wasn't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and one of the things that I missed was the Citadel DLC, which I kind of wish I had gotten, because I went, after I beat the game, I, I went to YouTube just to check out some of the DLC I hadn't seen. And the the Citadel DLC is basically just a fucking fan fiction. Of? Of just fucking Mass Effect. Like, first of all, you, like, fight Shepard's clone. And then the rest of it is just all of them hanging out at a party in an apartment. (laughs) 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 And, like, there's just so many interesting and funny interactions. Yeah. Like, one is, uh, Grunt is, like, the doorman. And people will call him a vidcom. He'll see him. And he's like, no. And then goes to the next one. No. Goes to the next one. He's having so much fun. And you go up there and you're like, you know. Grunt, what are you what are you doing? You doing your job as a doorman or whatever? And he's like, he's like, yeah. You want to try Shepard? What you do is you hit this button and say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my week in video games was the normal Smash Brothers, a little bit of Street Fighter, but somebody brought over Tekken, Tekken Seven. Mm-hmm. First time I've ever played a Tekken game. The game's interesting. You ever played Tekken? It's been a very long time. Last time I played this Tekken, I think Eddie Gordo was like new. Oh, okay. Tekken two. Uh, so we played. I played Tekken seven, and I play. I just played Akuma because he's a Street Fighter character, and I get yeah. his move set. Um, and so I was like doing stuff, and the fact that like you can be hit on the ground, and the fact that you can be juggled in the air, and the fact that like every move has such a slow startup. Startup frames and and cooldown frames. Mm-hmm. That game is not my game, dude. It's really yeah. It's just yeah. I mean, not I'm sure time. I'm sure it's fun for somebody, but it's just not for me. Um, it was it was pretty rough. At the same time, that was like the first time I've ever played. Yeah, and apparently the guy I was playing with picked like the cheapest Eddie Gordo like character. Oh, Eddie Gordo is the absolute cheapest character like in any game. Apparently, he's not bad in in this one, but uh. 
it was some. Like, I guess I guess I should fa- follow that up with in Tekken two. Yeah, because he was just, he was such a fucking bitch. Yeah, that's basically what this. It's like some punk Japanese girl who mm-hmm. does tricking, so she like break dances all over you. Oh um, god! As opposed to like the capoeira, it's it was it was it was super lame because like in her natural move set, she hits highs, mids, and lows, mm-hmm. and in that game, it's very particular about where you're guarding. So like if you're if you're crouch guarding and they hit an overhead they hit you and because there's so much hits done that it's like it's almost like a beat 'em up instead of fighting game there's so yeah. much hits done they just mm-hmm. combo you out to death it's lame I think I played like ten matches and took like three games I can't remember the I don't really play fighting games uh, Injustice the first one was probably the last one I played um, I'm not a huge fan of Injustice just because like I don't think top tier characters should have infinites. Should have what? Infinites. Explain. Uh, so, in Injustice Two, currently there is a Superman Infinite that if you like do the timing of everything correctly, and because of the oh done, okay, you so just, you just take their health bar from full to not full. Yeah, if in, you can just continue to chain combo. it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really lame in a fighting game about like strategy and reads and. and mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's super lame. But at the same time, I, I can't really complain about it because like. Ice Climbers and Super Smash Bros. Melee has an infinite, but it's like it's like the tenth best character, and that's the only reason it's competitive. Is if it happens to grab you and the ice climbers happen to be desynced and you happen to hit the rhythm perfectly, you can uh-huh. you can put somebody to nine 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 and then they're dead. But that's one stock out of four. Yeah. So like you have to you have to grab them four times and it's possible to just not have that happen. Mm-hmm. Or you grab them and you're not desynced and so the infinite won't work, or you mess up the timing. So like yeah, that that's, makes like, sense. that's part of the reason I, I like Marvel vs. Capcom is one, it looks like there's literally a stroke happening on the screen, and two, <laughs> yeah. like it just I don't like infinites. Yeah, I I could see fun that gameplay that makes sense. I'm not playing a rhythm game. I can't remember the last rhythm game I played. DDR. You know, I was thinking about um, I could have sp- I could have sworn somewhere I had a Guitar Hero controller. I guess I don't. No. But I was gonna. Have you ever played Frets on Fire? Frets on Fire. Yeah, it's basically just a PC guitar here. No, no, I'm not. I was thinking about downloading that, but I don't have a controller. So. I have a Wii, Wii remote one for Rock Band. <laughs> With a USB? <laughs> uh, Yes. Seriously? Yeah. Oh. It was from Rock Band, not Guitar Hero. So Guitar Hero put the Wiimote inside the guitar. Rock Band actually had a USB thing for all of their instruments. Andy had Rock Band. That's where I used to play Rock Band. So at Andy's house, um, I had Guitar Hero. That was fun, but really thought I'd hang on to the controller, but I guess I did not. That's so that sucks ass. Yeah, it's a, it's certainly a novelty now. Like you think back, mm-hmm. like two thousand what fucking ten, when Rock Band was popular, fucking seven years ago. Yeah, probably even further. Yeah. That's probably about it. Probably eight, nine, ten. When that craze. Hit. Yeah, eight, nine, ten. I because I remember I played a lot of Guitar Hero in high school, and so Rock Band would have been just slightly after that. Yeah. So that makes sense. I I enjoyed Rock Band more than Guitar Hero, but I preferred like the couch co-op type thing instead of mm-hmm. me being Axel Jeff on the stage and challenging the devil. Yeah. <laughs> that cover of Devil and Adam Georgia is fantastic though. I have that on my phone because yeah. it was so good. Super good. I also have Psycho Billy Freakout, even <laughs> though it's not as good to listen to as it is to play. <laughs> Besides so. that, I don't think I've got anything this week. 
I fixed fucking fixed my tire finally. Did you? Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. So I can't wait for the next major holiday for the next one to break. <laughs> um, what's the next major holiday? Labor Day. Yep, Labor Day. Here comes the right or the driver's side front tire. It's gonna be dead. Perfect. Yep. All right. And then fucking Thanksgiving will be the back <laughs> driver's side tire. You skipped Halloween. Ah, eh, fuck it. It's not a major holiday. No, well, it's not a, like a. It's a major holiday in the amount of people that celebrate it, but it's not a major holiday as in you could potentially get the day off work. I get the day off work. Do you? Mm-hmm. I teach kids and nobody ever shows up. <sighs> you motherfucker. Nobody ever shows up to To, to be fair, the last time I worked on Halloween at my job, nobody was calling in. So yeah. they're just like, hey, like 90% of you can go home. <laughs> we need one person with a pulse. <laughs> yeah, <Who's> basically. <laughs> There would be like fucking 58 people waiting for a phone call. And they're like, why don't you guys just go? Leave. Yeah. Quit being paid. Yeah. All right. Well, after all that gaming news, you want to move into gaming? Oh, please. I love that we do that. Game delays, DLC, and more. Oh, I know what the ladies like. This is gaming news. All right. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered is now available on its own. So you're, it's not tethered to Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Hmm. So you can buy it on Steam. Unfortunately, it's 40 fucking dollars. Wow. Yeah. Um, but it's getting eviscerated on Steam, and not necessarily for the price. Uh, according to most of the comments, the multiplayer is riddled with hackers... Dedicated servers have been dropped, and mod support is completely absent. Wow. General performance is also quite spotty, with micro stutters, FPS cap, and poor mouse support. Couple that with the lack of players, and it seems like multiplayer is basically dead. It's really silly. I think it's really... Sorry, silly it's not, may not be the, might not be the best word choice. I think it's really funny how no mod capabilities is such a high selling point. That was so high on the list. That was third. Mm-hmm. That you can't mod the game for like skins or whatnot. That's such a high priority for people. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to play as fucking Chun-Li. Fucking <laughs> naked Chun-Li. I love that, like... I, I just saw something that was just some stupid, like, graphic. It was like, there's two types of modders out there. And there was one with, like... It showed Skyrim, and it was, like, HD textures and, like... Uh, like retextured armor and stuff like yeah. that. And the other one was a bunch of anime girls <laughs> walking yeah. through the city. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people agree that the campaign mode was given proper care, while the multiplayer component has been tarnished due to Activision's greed. <laughs> uh, it's baffling how Activision shoved microtransactions into a 10-year-old remaster that just wow. reeks of money grubbing. I mean, microtransactions. If huh? people want it, they'll pay for it. That's true, but like. Fuck, it's already forty fucking dollars. You're right. And apparently, according to this, uh people don't want it. Oh well I mean yeah. the at that point the market will speak for itself. Complaining about it's like one thing, but like what we do all Well, I just I can't I'll never buy this game. I think that's absolutely deplorable and I don't really buy games anymore. It just kinda of surprises <laughs> me they did that in the first place. Like I don't know. I'm no expert, but if you sold this for $40, like, how can you not see that coming? That people are going to be like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. 
the marketplace will speak. They'll figure out that they made a mistake. It'll cost them money, and a bunch of people who worked hard on the game will get fired. Exactly what we want. <laughs> yeah. So EA had a good quarter, and Mass Effect was a key factor. Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3? Andromeda. Oh. <laughs> uh, despite all the the rough press Andromeda has got, uh, EA is praising its performance with regard to the way it affected its bottom line. In EA's first quarter, 2017, uh, CFO Blake Jorgensen states that sales were $775 million, up $93 million over the same quarter in 2016, and $25 million above expectations. Wow. He explains this by saying year-on-year growth was driven by Mass Effect Andromeda and by FIFA. Of so, course FIFA. Yeah, I know. FIFA's still being sold on like, the fucking PlayStation 2. So that's pretty cool that Andromeda is actually doing something. What the f- I'm looking at the cast of Andromeda, and I'm trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. With the cast? Yeah. Like you're trying to sell the plot just by the actors? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck one of them is. Uh. And then I think the other one—that's one... a woman. Matt. <laughs> I think the other one's a female Turian. Which, by the way, which it was weird. I don't think I saw a single goddamn female Turian in the entire Mass Effect series until the Citadel DLC when you try and get Garrus to hit on one. Huh. I'm like, where are all your females? And then there's this guy with, like, Omni-Tool Blades, which I didn't know that was even an option until Shepard just, like, broke it out to kill someone. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't... That's like your tablet turning into a blade. Like, all I knew was that the Omni-Tool was like, hey, I need to open this door. Beep, boop, boop. Oh, it's open. I didn't know he'd just be like, now nah, it's a blade. <laughs> uh, Niantic is being sued. Surprising. As you may have seen, the Pokemon Go Fest in Chicago was absolutely awful. <laughs> yes, I heard about it. Do we? Oh, we could not have talked about it last week. Whoops. I talked about it last week, but the mics weren't on. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting here like, so, Pokemon <laughs> Go. Um, so, the Pokemon Go event was pretty fucking terrible. Um they didn't plan for that many people with Wi-Fi devices. Yeah. Um, they they kept repeating that Sprint was a, quote, official partner, so they're taking care of it, but nothing really happened. Yeah, the Wi-Fi was just terrible. Um, now there's about 20 or 30, quote, people joining together to sue Niantic by the way of a class action lawsuit. They claim since the game was broken and the lines to get in the festival were hours long, that the event's promises fell under the realm of false advertisement. Huh. Yeah, this is like an event organizer's fucking nightmare. Um, it seems like the folks aren't suing for duress or emotional reasons, but rather they're seeking travel reimbursement. Um, you know, that's fair. A step beyond what Niantic was offering, which was refunding tickets and $100 in pokey coins. Yeah, I uh, I get that. Yeah, me too. I would. Like, I'm sure if like somebody came from fucking Europe for this game not to work. Like that was their fucking weekend. I'd be I'd be yeah. pissed. Not yeah. even get to go to fucking like California or whatever. I made my trip to fucking Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. I went to Chicago 
my first time in America to go play this dumb Pokemon game and it not work. Yeah, that sucks ass. I download. I undownloaded the app again. I had it undownloaded at Comic Con and I just didn't download it back. And then like now that legendaries are fucking everywhere, mm-hmm. there's just no point. Are they everywhere? Yeah, they're I fucking need, everywhere. I need to turn on my app. <laughs> well, like like, so I think the fun part of this game is like the the gyms and whatnot. And so at every gym, you're gonna see like fucking six legendary Pokemon. So that means every other Pokemon in your ro- your roster just doesn't matter. Yeah. So why catch all the other ones if you can just have legendaries at a gym hold that forever? I have like a million Vaporeon, Flareon, Jolteon. Yeah. I don't know why, but like, I find Eevee more than anything else. You haven't updated the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, never mind. The story changed from when I saved it to now. There was a inkling that Grand Theft Auto Six was in development because someone had it on a like a resume on a yeah I heard about those websites yeah apparently the listing is fake so oh good I'm very happy for that guy I was worried that uh I was worried that uh he uh oh found something immediately it's one of those stupid crow things yeah uh let's check the gen- oh found something else oh it's a Pidgey. Feels like the game never even changed. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, let's see what's at the gym. There is. Wow, that changes a lot. There's uh, that that bear thing. Uh, Ursarig, Ursarig. Yeah. Um. Cl- uh. That that flower thing. An Arcanine. Oh, three Pokemon there? Yeah. Hmm. Three Pokemon. What, what is that thing? What's that? It's a Bellossom. Bellossom. And it's a blue gem? Yeah, it's a blue gem. Fucking dickweeds. Right. I know, totally. Walk closer to interact with this gem. Yeah, I fucking know. I know. I'm a big, lazy piece of shit. I'm sorry, yeah, Pokemon Go. Expect me to walk to a goddamn gym. Fuck right you. In your mind. If anything, I'm driving. <laughs> Overwatch troublemakers to be dealt with, quote, more aggressively. Blizzard asks players to be vigilant and make use of the in-game report system players should be reported for, among other reasons, abuse of chat and harassment, griefing, match inactivity, and text spamming. Players found guilty of verified shenanigans can be silenced, suspended, or even banned completely. Hmm. Uh, They're working on a system that will inform you of when action has been taken against a player that you have reported. So now you'll actually know your report is doing something, rather than just throwing it to the ether. Yeah. By the way, Doomfist is out on PC. Yeah? I don't know if he's out on console. I don't think think so. Mm. I haven't even played it with Arissa, so. Really? Yeah, I uh, just uh, I don't know how I fell out of Overwatch, but I just did. I keep wanting to I keep wanting to go back to it, but I'm like, eh. Andy is pretty much else. an Arissa main. Yeah. He likes Arissa. Yeah. Um. I'm a tracer, babe. 
I fucking cavalry, baby. Let's go. I haven't played in a while, but I'm gonna play again. I think I might play with Skyler on Monday. Yeah, and hopefully Andy. I don't know. We talked about playing, and then Skyler and I both said we could play Monday, and then Andy kind of just didn't say anything. He's probably still sick. He couldn't text because he lost his voice. Oh fuck, that's right. Yeah. Uh, the it Nubians stopped. are coming to Civilization Six. Neat. Nubian Empire. And if you have the deluxe edition, like me, you get it for free. Whoa! Rub it in my fucking face. (laughs) God, I have way too many stories for technology. We're going to need to leave some on the cutting room floor. Yeah? Yeah. You want to just give me the the titles of them? Uh, Okay. Are we jumping to technology? Is that it? Was this the transition? The world's hardest transition. Yeah, I just can't. I mean, I just kind of got ahead of myself. Let's do this. I am programmed for your pleasure. Floppy disks, CDs, and Blu-rays. This is technology news. Please assume the position. Okay, we're going to need to cut at least two of these, so I'll give you the headlines. Okay. Uh, Court rules that FAA has to come up with a less bullshit reason not to regulate airplane seat sizes. Does it say bullshit? Yes. That's fucking awesome. A uh, badass woman escapes kidnappers using a manual transmission. Using a manual transition? Transmission. Sounds neat. McDonald's confirmed suicidal McDonald's Hong Kong Twitter account was a Long Kong hoax. Well, that's good. Apple removes all VPN apps from its Chinese app store. Perfect. Uh, why we still don't know how long a day is on Saturn. I definitely want to hear that one. And $15 magnetic hack turns smart gun into a regular gun. What the fuck's a smart gun? Maybe we should keep that story. I think we have to keep that at least the last two. Uh, The Hong Kong hoax thing sounds probably silly. Um, I'm not really caring about the woman with the automatic or the manual transmission. Okay, we can cut that. So we'll cut that one. And then what was the first one? So we have... Bullshit about seats. I don't want to hear about the TSA. I don't want to hear about any of that. Okay. So no seats. Okay, so we got the. So we're going to start off with McDonald's confirmed suicidal McDonald's Hong Kong Twitter account was a Long Con hoax. This week, an unverified Twitter account claiming to be McDonald's Hong Kong, a real branch of the global fast food giant, went mad. The account apparently was created in October 2016 and initially posted just a few tweets that seemed like a legitimate promotional material. Uh, advertising the chain's offering of Big Macs and spicy chicken, all that kind of stuff. I love spicy chicken. But then something odd happened. Yeah? The official verified McDonald's corporate Twitter account posted a video of a woman touting the Hong Kong branch's bakery offerings. Tagging the first account, the McDonald's Hong Kong. Uh, McDonald's Hong Kong account responded this week, writing, This bitch freaking out about cheesecake while kids out there McDying, relax. McDying. <laughs> It soon returned to pos- posting various promotional images of That's McDonald's so offerings awesome. in Hong Kong. But over the course of the last week, the account began inserting less than subtle messages between the promotional tweets. They told a tale of suicidal ideation, glimpses of a shattered family life, and the implication that someone, possibly McDonald's Hong Kong, had kidnapped the tweeter's son. Fuck. Um... They post a picture that says, no one hurts this pretty girl but her. (laughs) I I, I miss my son. I miss my wife. (laughs) The account has begun picking up hundreds of followers at lightning speed. In a statement, McDonald's told Gizmodo they had nothing to do with McDonald's Hong Kong and said the fun would soon be over. 
This is not a McDonald's Twitter account, but one that is impersonating a verified account. We are taking steps to have it promptly taken down. Aw. I get why, but aw. <laughs> Since the account was registered and sending out McDonald's-themed tweets long before it was tagged by the official McDonald's, uh, it would appear a prankster managed to luck out on a long con hoax. That's really awesome. Good job. McDonald's hog hog. As I yawn in the microphone. McDonald's has confirmed that the account is a hoax and not a viral brand stunt. That'd be one hell of a stunt. <laughs> yeah, that's... Whoever is pulling off the hoax, like, they were fucking dedicated. Because there's tweets back a couple years where all it's like is, try our McSpicy Chicken Filet Meal. They're uh, like... One of these days, what if they like, what if they had like a random generator of like, when do I make real content <laughs> versus troll content? And then here, two years later, they're like, where is my son? <laughs> uh, Apple removes all VPN apps from its Chinese app store. Um, as most of us know, the, the Chinese internet is heavily censored. Um, you don't really get access to things like Twitter and Facebook. You get yeah. access to the Chinese versions of Twitter and Facebook. Um, well, if you had pretty much any phone, this this actually, from what I've read before this article, um, this doesn't just extend to Apple. Um, if you have a VPN, you can access things outside of the restricted internet. Yeah. Um, a lot of people do that for, like, if you live in the UK, uh, use a VPN f- to put yourself in the United States so you can actually watch good Netflix. Right. Um, People in China would use a VPN to access the non-restricted internet. Like Pornhub. Exactly. Well, the Chinese government is actually cracking down on VPN use. Um, Because of this, Apple had to remove all of its VPN apps from the Chinese app store. Neat. Hooray for free internet. ExpressVPN posted what it said was a letter they had received from Apple notifying them your application will be removed from the China App Store because it includes content that is illegal in China. And it is your responsibility to understand and make sure your app confirms with all local law, not just Apple guidelines. Neat. So, that sucks. Can I have an ADD moment real fast? Yeah, go ahead. I think you should play Breath of the Wild now. Yeah, on what? The Wii U. The Wii U, huh? Yeah. Go kick the dust off and go play it. Enjoy it. I don't know. Do you want to borrow it? I'll let you borrow it. You don't have to spend any money on it. You just got to go enjoy it. I don't really want to play it. You just got to... I got a backlog like about a million miles long. What if I just smash your computer? Would you Would you play it then? I still got a laptop. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I broke the internet. <laughs> I gotta. Yeah, Stefan actually asked me if I want to play Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Yeah, I think it's really fun. Yeah, he said it's really fun, but I, I was like, I, I got, I've bought a lot of games recently. I gotta play Final Fantasy IX again. <laughs> yeah, sure do. No, I'm gonna play. Um, I still have the entire Arkham series. I kind of want to play because I never played it before. No, Mm-mm. that's your, that's your next goal. But I got them all in the Steam sale, so that's your goal. I also have the Witcher series. Which are one through three. Uh, you'll finish that when you're 30. Correct. Um, just Cause 3. And then, like I just said a little bit earlier, new stuff came out for Civ 6. So, I got stuff to do. Oh, and Ark. 
because we have an ARC server that I haven't played on for like two weeks. So Yeah. Alright, let's talk about Saturn's days. The ending of NASA's Cassini mission is truly intoxicating cocktail of emotions. On one hand, the data from this 20-year-long mission will fuel scientific research for years to come. On the other hand, where are we going to get regular updates on everyone's favorite gas giant? Listen, that's not Uranus. Yeah. This week, the Intrepid spacecraft completed the 15th of its 22 grand finale dives between the gas giant and its rings. As the spacecraft adventure draws closer to its final, many questions remain, including one that seems like you have an obvious answer. How long is a day on Saturn? According to Cassini scientist Joe Pitesky, we're still not sure after all these years. When Voyager 2 visited Saturn back in 1981, it recorded the planet's rotational period as 10 hours, 39 minutes. But when Cassini visited the gas giant, it measured the day as 10 hours, 47 minutes. Each team... Each time Cassini has tried to pin down the exact length of a Saturnian day, I've never actually said that before, the numbers change. It's very easy to find the length of a day on a terrestrial-type planet because you can just watch the features of the surface over the course of a day, and, oh, that's the length of a day. With gas giants, or, oh, oh, or ice giants, as we now call Uranus and Neptune. Oh, so I was wrong. I, I guess Saturn now is our favorite ice giant because I'm not one of those Jupiter fanboy fucks. Gas giant. What did I say? Ice giant. Shit. <laughs> it's harder because the speed at which the clouds are making their way around the planet has absolutely nothing to do with the actual rotation of the planet. So I'm going to say a real silly thing. Whenever I imagine a gas giant, I imagine like a little baby ball and then like of like whatever and then gas all around it. Is that true? Um, or is it just all gas? I'm no expert, but I I believe with that kind of pressure, there's got to be some sort of like... It's kind of how I feel, too. Got to have some sort of like little solid ball in so there, from right? That, from, so from there, couldn't you just go land your little spaceship on the ball? On the ball of stuff? I mean... And then be like, hey, a day is this. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm I sure mean, if you don't like Tamara Cardwell, the 25 year old, is yeah. not breaking any ground for new ideas. Yeah, I, I was going to say, do. like, if you don't take into account the insane amount of pressure you'd be under, I guess theoretically you could land on that ball. But it's like we have to make serious precautions just going to the bottom of our ocean, and that's probably thousands of times over that. Think so? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, that's how you can take a gas, man, and you just shove it into a solid. I love it. Because the pressure is pretty ridiculous, so you just get crushed. So I don't know what you would do there to try and counteract the... I don't think we have anything yet that would... Throw a mic, uh, a little sensor. Still the sensor. It's small, and it, it'll be hardy. Right. Yeah. Exactly. We'll make it out of, like, what's that really strong plastic? <laughs> <laughs> plastic? Plastic. We'll make it out of plastic. Jesus Christ, you keep up so fucking loud. <laughs> um, let's see. Jupiter has the largest planetary atmosphere, spanning over 3,000 miles in altitude. Um, 
surface pressure up to 200, what is that, kilopascals or whatever? So, like, how much I can lift? How much I can bench? Is that what we're talking about? That kind of weight? <laughs> You're not even typing anymore, are you? <laughs> Um, at the bottom of the ocean, it is, this doesn't fucking help me at all. I don't have the time for this. You have to do math? Yes. I like that noise. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, ignore everything I just said. $15 magnet hack turns smart gun into regular gun. Just like anything with a lithium-based battery has the potential to explode, just about any tech that's considered smart it has a, is potentially hackable. Hmm. I'm trying to catch up here. Okay. Which is why one clever hacker was able to break the Armatix IP-1, a smart gun that is designed to only be fired by a person wearing a paired smartwatch. Well, that's cool. That's answered my question, what a smart gun is. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, um, by the look of this, you just hold a big magnet next to it. Yeah. He has the gun in one hand and a magnet in the other. Hey, fuck off magnet. Yeah. Hmm. Makes sense. That would probably do it, yeah. Now they say even a hacked smart gun is still more secure than a regular gun because you have to have a big fuck off magnet, magnet sitting around. But still. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Let's move into news. Get Let's this do thing it. over with. Actually, it hasn't been that long. Why does it feel like this podcast has been a fucking million years? Because um, we've had a lot of good topics. Mm. Feels like time's flying. All by. around the world. Oh, great Odin's Raven. And Florida. It's so damn hot. This is news. All right. So, Outback Steakhouse at the center of a bizarre conspiracy theory. I fucking love Outback Steakhouse. One Twitter user noticed something creepy about the restaurant's location. In a recent deep dive by Twitter user at Eat My Aesthetics. Great name. They looked into the restaurant's chain's locations and began raising some eyebrows. At multiple places along the country, if you take... If you take five Outback Steakhouses from a region, in multiple places, it creates either a star or an upside-down star. It's a good, good marketing. Um, they have eerie, resemble, eerie resemblance to a pentagram, a symbol used within Wiccan practice and in ancient cultures, but is also often associated with the practice of Satanism in the U.S., so, of course, the Twitter community came together to try and figure out what could Outback Steakhouse be planning. Things got pretty serious. People need answers. I'm a, I'm a big advocate of Outback Steakhouse. It's a shit steakhouse, but I certainly enjoy it. That's <laughs> so funny. Just, And it's amazing how many times this has happened. <laughs> like... People keep posting just Outback Steakhouses from other regions. And even if, like, you zoom out more and more yeah. and do it over multiple states, they keep making fucking, like, pentagrams and shit. I wonder if it's just a marketing scheme. Like, you have to be this far away from two other steakhouses in order to launch. And they're like, what's the minimum distance? Well, here it is. Yeah, it's probably something like that. 
Um, eventually, it got a little out of hand, and the restaurant itself had to step in and set the record straight. They just posted uh, a map with a blooming onion over it. That's so awesome. <laughs> and they said, if the blooming onion is evil, we don't want to be nice. That's so awesome. Good job, Outback Steakhouse. That was sick. You think so? Yeah. I think it's kind of lame. Well, I mean, it's better than just, like, ignoring it. I don't know. It's, I appreciate it seems my like fast food restaurants being engaged in my social media. It seems like when your parents try and get on the joke. Well, yeah. They're like, oh, hey, friends. Ha, ha, ha. That's what a corporation does. Yeah, I know. It sucks. The only corporation that's done it successfully is fucking Wendy's. And even then, it was still only Arby's okay. has been pretty solid. Have you seen what they do? Arby's a lot got... of video game stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like... They don't really join the joke. Nihilist Arby's, on the other hand. Fucking amazing. Is hilarious. Uh, So we got a couple cases of mistaken identity. President Donald Trump has announced Homeland Security Secretary John Kelly would replace Reince Priebus as the chief of staff on Friday. Um, A Washington Post columnist shares the same name. He said, oh, it looks like my life got a little more complicated a <laughs> lot of people are tweeting at the wrong john kelly that's really funny asking him to fix shit yeah people don't bother checking to see if the john kelly is the correct john kelly so that's really silly that's fun politics I, nowadays are, are it's almost like watching a show you know yeah, and I, I've actually seen stuff like this go down before on Twitter with uh, Jerry Sandusky, the Penn State pedophile. Yeah. There's a Ravens announcer named Jerry Sandusky, oh. and people will like tweet at him and be like, I can't believe you're allowed to have a Twitter account. And he's just like, not that fucking guy. <laughs> but I'm sorry. I, I was cast for the Ravens. I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Yeah. The Scottish Steve Bannon is having a terrible time on Twitter right now. <laughs> Describes him as Scottish. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, each time the White House chief strategist who shares his name becomes embroiled in a big news story, the Scottish Bannon's Twitter account is mistakenly bombarded with abuse. In his profile, it says, Proud Scott living in England. <laughs> also his twitter bio goes on to explain happily married with three lovely daughters nothing to do with u.s politics or running the white house <laughs> that's funny um it took a particularly nasty turn recently after anthony scaramucci launched a vulgar attack on the former breitbart news executive saying i'm not steve bannon i'm not trying to suck my own cock which is a great fucking line. That's hilarious. Just, to, just letting you know. I love how it's just so funny that this guy is the like he's a communications expert and immediately stumbled out of the fucking gate. Was it a stumble though? Yeah, that's a fucking stumble. I mean, he got his name out there. His name was out there already. He's communica- He's the communications director. He's experting communicationally. So you're trying to make yourself, you know, look like the White House, and you're like, listen, Steve Bannon sucks his own cock. Yeah, and he's you're like a couple ribs. Yeah. First of all, Steve Mann is not the shape to suck his own cock. So he must have, like, a gigantic dong. 
I think that's what the the subtext of the message was. Suck his own cock, which sounds gay, but it's not. So it's pretty funny. Um, he'll he'll respond to some of these things. Like one of them says, "Steve Bannon trying to eat his yogurt this morning with a picture that I'm going to look at right now." Yeah, it's just some yoga pose. Uh, Steve Bannon replies, "Wrong, Steve Bannon." Uh, another person re- says he's hanging on by thread. Steve Bannon responds, not hanging on by any thread, my friend, enjoying the first week of the summer holidays with my wife and family. Thanks for your concern, though. <laughs> Someone responds, is it true you're trying to suck your own cock? And he goes, is it true, sir, you don't have the brains to source the correct Steve Bannon on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> That's it's so fucking funny. Not, I'm sure he doesn't find it that funny, but I I'm do. proud of this guy for responding back very wittily. Yeah, but you got to imagine, like, he's getting a fucking million of those. Yeah. So, anyway, that'll do it for this episode of 3 Combo Podcast. So, remember, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 3 Combo Podcast, twitter.com slash 3 Combo PC, search us on YouTube, 3 Hit Combo Podcast, and email us your Steve Bannon nudes at 3 Hit Combo Podcast, gmail.com. Exclusively sucking his own cock. Mm-hmm. So, for Tam, this is Matt signing out. <laughs>